It's time for the most average podcast ever. It's Zach. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. Hold up. Turn over. Son. I'd rather talk to him. And the nose. I know. I know I'm smarter than that. All right. Welcome to Zach and the Nose Podcast. This is week 10 of the NFL season. Volume 5 of the podcast, at least of the ones that we've posted, because the powers that be didn't post the first couple ones. Well, we won't hold that against any of them, Len. But we'll see what happens after that uh, when it comes to all the rest of the volumes we'll have up the rest of the season. But this is Volume 5, Week 10 of the NFL season, Zach and the Nose podcast. And I bring to you my partner in crime, as we always do here weekly on the podcast, the Nose himself, Spencer Nose, at Spencer Nose on Twitter. Nose, how are you, buddy? Feeling great, Zach. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. It's a nice little week here. One up my fantasy matchup this weekend with some advice, last minute advice uh, from the nose. My uh, short term memory uh, is always really, really bad. The two points of advice that you gave me before the Sunday matchups, uh, I told you I had Fitz Magic on my team and I had Maddie Ryan on my team. And I went with Fitz Magic over Maddie Ryan. And I got pissed at you because I was like, wait a minute. There was four extra points that Maddie Ryan gave me, this and that. And then you pointed out the other magical couple things that we did. You could actually beat your chest a little bit. The two other magical uh, pieces of advice you gave me were? I said to start Jarvis Landry over Mark Ingram. And my flex position, yes. Which was the difference of winning and losing your week. That's right. Thank you, Ezekiel Elliott, for not doing anything in the second half of that game, by the way. Uh, the person I uh, went against this week, Kyle Loser, uh, he needed Ezekiel Elliott to get 16.7 points. He had eight points at the end of the first quarter. That's when I turned the game off. Woke up the next morning to a text from the nose and from my brother going, congratulations, Ezekiel sucked in the second half. So, Kyle, you're welcome, and you're still a loser. But anyways, let's get on to everything going on with the podcast this week. Like I said, it is week 10 of the NFL season. Actually, before uh, we get into that, just because I do have a spy report, just because I know your wife, and we all know the background story with that, in my bedroom, not me, with someone else, blah, blah, blah. Virginity um, That's lost. right. Virginity lost. Um, your wife told me that you went on a little daddy-daughter trip uh, this past weekend. Uh, I believe Disney World was the location of this daddy-daughter trip. Um, how was that, and how broke are you after this weekend? Pretty broke. Yeah, yes. I can imagine. Yep. Disney's very expensive. But very expensive. I, I, would, I want to talk about this whole Disney experience, okay. if you don't mind. Love for Disney, by the way. I go all the time. Since I've had my child, obviously, I haven't went since uh, all that has happened. But I used to go two times a year at least uh, to Disney World and to the whole weekend up there and blah, 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 the parks, whatever I can get free stuff for, obviously, because that's that's what I do when I go up there. I like to get as much free stuff as possible. I am a radio guy, now a podcast guy. But anyways, follow, uh, finish your story. Well, yeah, I went with my daughter, who's seven years old, and I went with uh, our boy Sweet Lou and his daughter. So thank God I at least had you know my daughter with somebody else that wasn't nagging me the whole time. Yes. But let me tell you something about this Disney. I, every time I go there, I am blown away. You know, some people say it's the happiest place on earth. Of course. Well, for me, I actually think it's the most terrifying place on Stop. earth sometimes. Can we talk about the people that go there for oh, a second? people watching is great there. You got people who are literally all over the world, and I'm talking about men, women, adults, wearing Mickey hats, who are wearing Mickey Mouse and Goofy shirts, where they're literally, it, it seems like, this is their trip of a lifetime of course, with their very family. Very expensive to go, especially out of state to Disney World. Yeah, but it's on another level. Like I'm online, and I, of course, lines, lines, the worst. Are Wait, lines. You get fast pass or anything? We'll, like we'll get that? to that okay, in a minute. Right. But so we're, I'm on these lines, and people are looking at us and saying, "Oh, you want to do Disney trivia?" And I just can't tell you how these adults. 
they just scare me. Like, I don't know what they do when they go home, but people are afraid of like Al Qaeda out there. I'm more afraid of the people who are such crazy Disney fans because, again, as an adult, I just don't understand how you could be wearing a Mickey ears when you're a 55 year old dude with your kids. Did you get Mickey ears for your kid? No, no, no shot. Oh, really? No. God. Knows. All I wanted, if anyone knows Disney, is all I wanted was the Pete character, who is the, like, I guess the bad guy, if you would. All my daughter, my little one, my one year old, obsessed with Pete, and I couldn't find a Pete doll anywhere. Really? That really bothered me a you lot. You didn't ask anyone if they knew where the Pete doll was or anything? Yeah, man. I, I No, they didn't have it because uh, no one's ever, they looked at me like I was crazy. Like, no one's ever asked for a Pete doll. Well, because it's the evil guy, right? Is it, that what Pete? Yeah, yeah but uh, he's a nice guy at the uh, end of the day. But back to the crazies, like, I just can't understand how people get so into Disney. Like our buddy Worm, for example. Love you, Worm. Yeah, Worm is a true legend. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. He's a complete nut job. He is the type of guy that wants to dominate Disney World. Of course. He, his idea of having fun, and trust me, there's many like him, is how do I beat the system of Disney? How do I scan myself for the Fast Pass tickets? And how do I navigate myself in Disney to optimize the experience for my kids? Meanwhile, it's not for his kids. These people are it's not. It's for him. It's yeah, for them. Yeah, it's how they course. occupy their brains. I mean, whether it's saying, going and saying, oh, I have anxiety or my kid has anxiety just to get tickets. Right uh, to for, the front. Yep. Right to the front. Absolutely. Anything that's done. Oh, my God. And that fast pass, I got to get into this for a second. So I, I didn't have a fast pass because I decided late to go. And we only had... You have to sign up 30 days in advance for the fast fast. It's a whole thing. So there's a line that I had to wait over two hours what for. What ride was it? Do you even Dude, remember? Seven Dwarfs freaking ride. The mine ride. Dude. Yeah. 45-second ride. Yes. I waited two hours. Don't. And what killed me is that there is a fast pass line, and you just watch these people. Walk right in, walk right you out. You watch the worms of the yep. world just walk, flying by you. And the anger that I got, I wanted to strangle somebody, but... I got through it, I made it, and I was happy. You're again, home, you're broke. Did you at least have one of those Mickey Mouse ice cream bars? I With went, the chocolate ears and the, all that stuff? No. I, what? I leave that for you. Jeez. Yeah, man. No, you don't know I, what you're doing. I love the turkey leg, though. Oh, it's good oh, stuff. Oh, that turkey yeah, leg is, is really... Dude, we got the Renaissance Festival coming up in a couple months. We're going to have to go to that so we can get some... Maybe we'll do a live podcast from the Renaissance Festival. That'd anyway, at least I wasn't with my one-year-old because there's no oh, greater hell on earth yeah. than going with a one-year-old with a stroller and then having to park <laughs> the stroller <laughs> and then trying to enter... How do you entertain these kids on a on a line that's 30 to 45? I'm waiting until about three or four years old Wait, before Matty Ice goes. Wait on yeah. that, Matty yeah. Ice. Anyway. So anyway, that was our Disney trip. We did have an amazing Good time stuff. overall, but I just had to get it off my chest. Disney crazy people are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm kind of okay with that sometimes. It depends. All right, let's get on to some fantasy football talk. Uh, last week, let's recap some stuff that happened last week. Uh, woo, your picks last week. Yes. Not the greatest in the whole world, and I know that you're going to you know, half beat your chest and half kind of say that we got some nosebleeds from last week, but... Let's go over uh, what happened last week with some of your picks, and then we'll get on to all the new uh, stuff this week, who passes and who fails this week's sniff test as well. Week nine, nosebleeds or nose candy? Okay, let's, uh, yeah, not my best week, admit it. A lot of 
nosebleed. That's right. Okay, so I'm going to try to rip this off Ace Ventura style, Roger Pedactor style. Ready? Okay. Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel and a clean pair of shorts. Take a deep breath because I'm just going to sit back and let you ride. I recommended Cam Newton, who I thought would explode. He did have 247 yards and two touchdowns with 33 rushing yards, but overall, I was expecting a much bigger performance from him. I had Isaiah Crowell going nuts against your Miami Dolphins, but he only averaged 59 total yards. I loved DJ Moore for Carolina as well, but I really wished I said Curtis Samuel because Curtis Samuel had the two-touchdown game that I thought DJ Moore was going to have. He had 48 total yards total. Not good. I didn't like Mariota, who ended up having a very good night on Monday Night Football. Judge Ito basically just took a big dump on my face. Thanks, Judge. And lastly, the nose pick of the week was Robert Woods, who got... 12 fantasy points, which is not what I was happy about. But also remember, and I'll give you a little benefit of the doubt on that one, when we did tape the podcast, which we do every Wednesday, uh, kind of morning after the live Joe Rose show, after your live appearance on the Joe Rose show, uh, at that point we didn't know if Cooper Cup was going to play or not, and it looked like he wasn't. So when he did come back into that game, you did lose a little bit with Robert Woods because of that obviously Cup had that touchdown uh, towards the uh, late part of the game. But you didn't have all bleeds. You had some good nose candy last week as well. Well, I'd like you to beat your chest a little bit with that. Nose candy. I love Jared Goff. I told you guys to play him as your DFS quarterback. I told him to play him in, in season longs, and he had a top three overall play last week, 391 yards and three touchdowns. I liked Alex Smith as a pick him up at stardom. If you had a player on a bye week, 300 yards and a touchdown. Nick Chubby had himself 95 total yards yes, and a did. touchdown. I said to bench Trubisky this week, who was a guy who's up and down, up and down. And although the Bears scored 41, he only had 135 yards and a touchdown. As you know, the Chicago Bears defense obviously yeah. made a, Yeah, wow, what a start. A big, a big time question I get every week, do I start? Or do I sit LaShawn McCoy? It is an every week question I get. This week, I last week I said to bench him. He only had 10 rushing yards, so that was a great call. Lastly, Alex Collins was a must bench last week. I told you to get him out of your lineups. I didn't care if you had no other options at that point, and he only had 35 rushing yards. So that was actually a really nice nose candy. All right, so that was your uh, stuff from last week. Now, before we get on to who passes and who fails the sniff test, uh, most leagues at this point, if you're in a season-long league, you are very close, days away, maybe a week away, maybe a little bit longer, maybe even a little bit less than that, from the trade deadline. Uh, a lot of guys, beginning of the season, I mean, I'll talk about my keeper league right now. First two picks in the keeper league, I had number two. Number one is Le'Veon Bell. Number two is David Johnson. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell hasn't even been in uniform all season long. And to be honest with you, David Johnson really hasn't been in uniform all season long as well either. Those are two huge names that you could look at coming to this. But anything you want to buy buy or sell uh, low, whatever it is, trade deadline coming up, what advice can you give to uh, some guys out there either looking to get rid of someone with a big name or looking to maybe pick up one of those big names on the cheap? All right. Let's talk real fantasy right now. Let's get into where you become really a winner or you really know what you're doing versus just being an average player. This is where we're going to separate ourselves. This is a segment that's going to be one where I hope you say, wow, The nose is thinking forward. Okay, so here's where we are. Right now in your league, you're either in three different places. You're either in your top three, you're in the middle, or you're in the dead bottom. You know, if you drafted someone like Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook in your first two picks, you're out of it, man. And I'm sorry, you're probably just not listening to us right now because you're not interested. Okay, so for people who are really down, I, I never give up. Always put your best lineup in and try to rip off four more wins. You got one month left until your fantasy playoffs. But if you are 
a person who is going for it all. And if you're in the top, you know, five or six in your league, you have to start thinking about weeks 14 through 16. This is where this is going to be a major theme for the this money podcast. Weeks. The money weeks. Who is got the best matchups through weeks 14 through 16? We're still a few weeks away from saying, okay, it's time to start picking up the defenses going against the Buffalo Bills in weeks 15 and 16. I'm not there yet, but we're going to get to those in a few podcasts from now. But right now, you got the trade deadlines coming up in most of your leagues. So who right now is a player that has got low value that you could go out and trade for that is going to blow up in your fantasy playoffs? So let's dive right in, shall we? Absolutely. All right. I'll give a, a, a position of quarterback. Russell Wilson has been eerily quiet this year. Correct? He has, right? He was a top guy coming into the season, too. He was top three quarterback yeah. last year. His rushing yards, just overall, he was the player. He's been the most quiet dude there's been. He's ranked around 12th to 14th overall right now amongst quarterbacks. In most leagues, there's 12 teams, 10 to 12 teams. He is almost not a starting quarterback right now. Well, I'm telling you right now, that's going to change. His fantasy stretch playoffs through weeks 14 through 16 are solid. He's a great buy-low candidate right now. So if you're not thrilled with your quarterback situation, I bet you could get Russell Wilson for pretty cheap right now. So he's one player that I'm saying, look into him. I have a feeling he's going to be a lot better. The one player that I'm going to really push you guys on, though, right now, the one that I've done the, the real research, the one that I want you to go out there and say, I want to trade for, if you are a top team right now, is Dalvin Cook. Wow. Okay. Dalvin Cook has got to buy this week. So even better, if a team has Dalvin Cook, they're probably not so great. They're probably on the lower end. Now, if this team is trying to make the playoffs, I bet you you could go to them and offer two to three players for Dalvin Cook and get him. And the reason why is this. In the fantasy playoffs, he's going against Seattle, whose rush D is not good. He's going against a very bad Finns rush defense, and he's going against the Lions, who are 30th against the rush. So weeks 14 through 16, Dalvin Cook has a pure cupcake schedule. He last week had 10 rushes for 89 yards. This guy is not going to just split time with Latavius Murray. He's got another week to heal up. I love Dalvin Cook. Go after him. Trade for him. He's going to help you win championships. Did you hear that schedule I just said? Yeah. They're playing very, very nice. bad rush defenses in a time of the season where the rush and the ground and pound is very, very apparent and all apparent. Yeah, and of course. I mean, like that, you have a schedule like that, and you're in the money weeks. The money weeks are if you get to the playoffs, obviously 14, 15, 16, and you want to get through them all. And Dalvin Cook has had a rough season so far, and a lot of fantasy owners don't want to have him anymore, and they want to see what they can get for him. But that's something interesting to look forward to uh, towards the end of the season, especially, like I said, in those money weeks. 10 for 89 coming off of that injury with yeah. a week to prepare himself. This is a... I know it sounds a little scary because of his injury pass, and that is, obviously, I can't predict if he's going to get hurt again, but I love his fantasy playoff schedule, and I know he's available to be traded for in a lot of leagues, especially right now where he's got that buy, where people can't afford to have you know, him on their bench right now without starters. So, Dalvin Cook, go trade for him, guys. You'll thank me later. All right, what about a wide receiver uh, or tight end that you have? Juju Schuster-Smith. 
Oh, you okay. love that guy. I, I, it, literally, my notes are why because I love him. That's, <laughs> that's, that's easy my, enough that's, explanation. That's, I, I love him. I, I love him, and uh, he hasn't been. He hasn't had those explosion games. He's had a few really, obviously, very good games, and I just think that he's a player that uh, is going to have a monster second half of the year. It's a prediction. It's a bull. You know, it's what I believe, and so. If you're looking for a wide receiver, I would dangle whatever um, depth you have to trade for Juju Schuster-Smith. Love it. All right, so that's trade deadline coming up for everyone out there in fantasy, uh, whether it's a week away or seven days, eight days away, whatever it is. I know mine is coming up in about four or five days, so I got to get on that also for that. All right, one of the segments we do here on the podcast every single week is who passes and who fails the sniff test, a quarterback, a wide receiver, a running back. Sometimes he throws in there a tight end here and there. You know, we don't talk defense, really no kickers either on this podcast. One of the rules here on the podcast. But let's start week 10 of the NFL season, volume five of this Zach and the Nose podcast with who passes the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? Nose? Quarterbacks. Yes, let's start there. Okay. And we do talk. If we don't talk about defense, just start whoever's going against Buffalo, by yeah, the way. Just, that's it. Another thing. Look, if you are 8-1 and one, like we are in many leagues, go see who the Buffalo Bills are playing in weeks 15 and 16 and start their defense. Start picking up anyway, guys. Okay. There, yeah. So, quarterbacks. Um, I love Alex Smith against this, uh, again this week. He's going against Tampa Bay's defense. Um, that's just a, a really, really easy play. He's going to be a guy who's not going to throw many interceptions. He's coming off a 300-yard game. Uh, Deshaun Watson's on bye week, so if so, you have someone like him on bye week, I would recommend picking up Alex Smith and starting him. And what else you got quarterback-wise? Well, now we're going to make your decisions really easy. Matty Ice is going to have a monster week Beautiful. again. Oh, Beautiful. Right. I'm all in against the Browns defense. There's a few defenses, like the Bucks. we discuss. The Browns defense is just miserable right now. That's just a team that has got no identity. Uh, Matty Ice against the Browns, 27th best pass Oof. defense. Ridley coming back with a nice game. Yeah, Julio nice Jones, Muhammad yeah. Sanu. Now Campbell and Judge Ito coming out of the backfield. A slew of talent for Matty Ice to get the ball to him. He's just a must start this week. And I know, again, it's not that obvious of a call. You benched him last week. Last so. week I did bench him for Fitzmagic, yeah. Yeah, and it ended up being close. But yeah. this week you're not benching Matty Ice. No, no, no. All right, any other quarterbacks? Yeah, in, in the same game, again, uh, if you want to take a risk, uh, I'd go with Baker Mayfield. Their defense may be horrible, but that means their offense has to try to keep up with the Joneses. Yep. And as we, we discuss in every single uh, podcast, the Falcons are just the most injury-ridden team. They have no secondary. It's just a torn ACL team. And so, again, I just think that Baker's going to have to throw the ball because they're going to be down so much, and he's going to get a lot of dirty fantasy points because of that. So, all right. Alex Smith, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, all quarterbacks that passed this week's sniff test. Let's move on to running backs. Uh, give me a couple of running backs this week that passed the sniff test. Love Aaron Jones against your Miami Dolphins. Last week he had 14 carries for 76 yards. If you're watching games, this is a guy who's just trending in the upward direction. They're basically phasing out. Jamal Williams out of the uh, out of the offense. You got Ty Montgomery got traded away. So overall, Aaron Jones is a guy that I if you have him on your team, you're starting him and you're going to love yourself this week. All right, any other running backs this week that passes? Yeah, passed? the Jew, Tyra Cohn, Rabbi Cohen. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, man, we're going to go for it. The Lions can't stop the run, man. No, they I know can't. You're right. And, and I know that would be okay. So Jordan Howard's going to have a good game, but I. I think that they're going to use Tyra Cohn a lot more this week than they did last week, and I expect him to have a monster game. Jordan Howard should be started in your league. 
But if you have Tyreek Cohen, again, with a lot of players, a lot of skill players on by, with Minnesota's studs all on by and Houston studs all on by, you need starters. I'm telling you, if you have Tyreek Cohen, it's a must start. All right, any other running backs for you that pass the sniff Yeah, test? I want you starting both your Atlanta Falcons running backs if you have to. Uh, Tevin Coleman and the Judge are great starts against the Browns. Um, those are guys that you could, again, are, do I start or do I sit? Um, I like them both. Judge Ito done really well this season for that team. Tevin Coleman also, after Freeman went down for the season, that was really interesting. All right, wide receivers this week that passed the sniff test. Tyler Boyd is a must-start. A.J. Green is out of the game with a little pinky toe injury. It's all about— Oh, so you're going to shoot me into pinky toe. <laughs> are we going Harlem Knights? Yeah, we are right uh, there. I had un- to. You said pinky toe. Underrated That's movie. Underrated of movie. Is. Of course Of course is. I knew that, and we didn't even study that one together. No, that was All good. day long. Movie uh-huh. quotes, bring them. I know them. <laughs> oh, now you're going to shoot me in my pinky toe. Okay, anyway, Tyler Boyd is a—obviously, you know, A.J. Green's out. And they're going against New Orleans, who are 31st against the pass. That is just a lock and loaded. Tyler Boyd's going to get the targets. He's going to get a great game. No brainer. Next, Amari Cooper. This has been a player that everyone's saying, what do I do? Um, We watched him play against the Titans, and he scored a touchdown. He did. He's getting the targets. And this is, again, this is about, they they traded a first-round draft pick for him, which obviously a lot of people were like, are you serious? Could end up being a top 10 First-round pick. That's what the crazy part is if Dallas keeps losing. So what are they going to do? Throw him the ball. Throw him the ball. And a lot. And a lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah, I know. They are saying now they're going to extend Dak Prescott. And so, again, they're just going to have to put – it's going to be a forced relationship. And he's going to catch the ball a lot. So if you have Amari Cooper, it's time to get him in your lineup. Feel comfortable about it. Feel good about it. And the last one, which I'm putting so much of the nose on. Oh, please – don't hurt me, Hammer. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Wow. Yes. Wow is right. Against your Miami Dolphins again. And we were discussing on the Joe Rose Show this morning. That's right. You brought it up this morning, and we brought up the fact that Xavier Howard will probably be on Adams all game long, kind of all over him. And then Bobby McCain uh, more than likely will be the number two guy there, uh, cornerback-wise, unless they kind of put Minka there. But I don't think they're going to move Minka around that much, especially to cover uh, Scanling like that either. But this could be a good matchup. You're right because of the fact that Bobby McCain, a little banged up, is going against a Aaron Rodgers. Like that's really good. And you just start seeing it. You start watching Aaron Rodgers, and you're you're seeing him trust this player all of a sudden. Now he's making big plays. This is a big boom player. He's on a lot of people's still waiver wires. He shouldn't be. He should be owned, and he should be starting this week. Again, he's just going against a weaker opponent. He's a big boy, and Aaron Rodgers is going to feed him the ball. This is all about Aaron Rodgers and how talented he is and knowing he's going to get his players his. Well, this is the player who's going to basically um, he's going to feed off A.A. Ron this week. Yeah. Well, I think if Adams is getting covered by Howard, he's going to have a rough game because uh, Xavier Howard is really good at times. I'll say at times. I'm not going to say he's up there as a number five, you know, top five uh, cornerback in the league right now. But Xavier uh, Howard has been known to lock down a couple guys, so Scanlon should eat off that. Also, uh, last, if you need a tight end, and it's a very difficult position to deal with these days, I'm giving you um, some, you know, some guys that are on your waiver wire right now. This guy, Nick Vanette in Seattle, has the last few weeks gotten targeted. He had a really nice game with a touchdown last week. Um, as we discussed, Russell Wilson's going to get hotter, and he's now leaning on this guy. And uh, if you're 
really desperate for one. I like Gerald Everett, the Rams uh, tight end. He's a big boy, and last week I was watching Goff through him five different targets. Guy catches the ball. Um, I know there's a lot of balls that have to go around there, but again, if you're desperate because you don't have a tight end right now, uh, I, re- I recommend those two guys. All right, so we went over all the guys that passed the sniff test this week for Week 10 of the NFL season. So if we have guys that passed the sniff test, we obviously have some guys that fail the sniff test this week. Let's start with the quarterback position, those Who fails the sniff test? Okay, so if you own Sam Darnold, please drop him and never start him. He's going against the Bills' third-best pass defense. So Sneaky good defense this year, the Buffalo Bills. Really sneaky good. And Darnold is uh, looking like he should be benched, even though I don't know what that would do to his psyche, but he's been that bad at, you know, the Miami Dolphins completely wrecked him. Well, like Joe said on the show, he threw four picks, and he easily could have thrown six or seven if uh, the Dolphin players actually caught some of those interceptions also. Right. Um, Andrew Luck is a guy who I think is going to be great. For, you know, moving forward, I mean, I think he's back. But he's going against the Jag secondary, and um, his receivers are not that talented. And I have Jalen Ramsey locking down T.Y. Hilton. Okay, so take him out of the game. Hey, there you go. And now who are we throwing the ball to? Uh, Marvin Harrison's still on that team, That's right? Good, okay, right? Reggie Wayne. Mm. Yeah, Dallas so Clark. Like, Dallas Clark's still there, too. Oh, Dallas Clark won me a couple championships. Oh, God, we already went over that. It's, it's pretty bad there. Um, so, overall, when... T.Y. Hilton's being locked down. I think that overall Andrew Luck has very up, little upside to his game this week. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Jacksonville's defense, I mean, obviously in the beginning of the season, one of the best out there, struggled lately. Uh, but if they do get it together one of these weeks, and you hope it's not this week if you are starting Andrew Luck, uh, it's going to be a bad week for you. Yeah, that's for sure. Any other quarterbacks that uh, fail a sniff test? Yeah, it's um, Derek Carr. Why? Because his his team's given up on him. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it sort of seems like right. It. So you know, people are still rostering him for some reason, and the reason is is because you've seen him put up monster stats over the last few years when they were good. But then Gruden came into town and just destroyed this team, and now he's a crier and he's lost the locker room. So Derek Carr is simply not startable because his team gave up on him. And he has very little weapons, and they're not separating, and it's a disaster there. So, again, if you're a Deshaun Watson owner and you're, you're, you know, has Derek Carr in your uh, lineup, I'm telling you to just drop him and pick up anybody else. Derek Carr, Andrew Luck, Sam Darnold, players this week that fail the sniff test. All right, let's move on to the running back position. Give me a couple of players that fail the sniff test this week for Week 10. Carrion Johnson's a really nice rookie for the Lions, and I really like him. But against that Bears defense, no way. That Bears defense is just smothering running backs this year. Don't like him. Um, Washington's uh, – the next player is Peyton Barber, who's going against Washington's defensive line. Peyton Barber's not good enough for you to start versus that good of a defensive line. That's just the Fitz magic, just throwing the ball show. So I, d- I don't like Peyton Barber this week in a desperate play. And then lastly, if you're start thinking about starting any of the Philadelphia running backs, I don't like it. They're now a three-headed monster. Is that yeah, what? Yeah, yeah three-headed yeah. monster in Adams, Clement, and Smallwood. They all get some run. I don't like it. I don't like it because you're really guessing between one out of three, and we really don't know. If I had a guess, it would be Adams is the best guy right now. 
but I wouldn't start him. I just don't trust anything in that situation. Yeah, if you don't have one running back, if you have three guys in, in the running back committee, you really don't have one running back. So that does suck. And it's happened a lot over the last decade, I could say, in the NFL, where you went from these bell cow guys that you knew were going to get 20, 25 carries a game to now you might see Smallwood one week with 15 carries and the next week with three. So it's really tough. I have Smallwood on my team. When when Ajayi went down, I was one of those guys, oh, I, I got to get one of these guys on the team. He's got to pick up the load. He has been okay at best and more than likely bad during the weeks and not and not good. So that does suck uh, for, if you're a Philly owner of any of those guys. Yeah. Dougie, uh, Dougie Fresh Peterson is no. not, not tipping his cap to who he's going to be uh, playing, and no, it's probably just a game flow. Yeah, yeah, why would he at that point? Wide receivers this week for Week 10 of the NFL season that fail the sniff test. We're talking, we already discussed it, Jalen Ramsey is the marquee uh, shutdown corner right now. I know their their defense has not been great, but T.Y. Hilton is not a good start against Jalen Ramsey. We discussed that already. I don't like T.Y. I'd bench him. I just think it's going to be, um, he's going to be on lockdown. Uh, next, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, the old guy. Well, you read my notes. Because he is old. Why don't you start him? It's like, <laughs> big, look at the analysis that we you get from the nose. You're, again, you're not getting Eric Carabell because, oh, uh, Larry Fitzgerald against the second quarterback is 18th in the league on third downs. No, it's because he's old. Yeah, that's And it. he's not separating right. from, from, from cornerbacks. That's, that's what happened. And on top of it, he's got a, a rookie quarterback who could get him the ball sometimes. You put this all together. Larry Fitzgerald's a guy that you drafted to be a starter on your team. I would bench him. I just don't like him moving forward. Again, if you want to use his name and maybe try to trade him as a part of a package for Dalvin Cook, maybe do that if you have him on your roster. But uh, overall, Larry Fitzgerald, you know, sometimes with wide receivers, it happens fast. Jerry Rice, you saw it happen really fast. You just, you lose it and it's over. That's it. And I, I, I unfortunately, I know he's one of the better dudes, like, in the game, and so, unfortunately for him, I think his time has come. Yeah, I know exactly what that feels like, except I never had it, but I lost it very quickly. Yeah, that's what happens. Fair enough. They never let you catch that ball, did they? No, they didn't. Yeah. I tried. You did. I don't know. You were going to catch that punt? Were you going to catch it? I was going to catch that punt. Okay, fair enough. Maybe. Okay, lastly, uh, the Oakland wide receivers are a waste of time and space. We're just piggybacking on that Derek Carr situation. Uh, Jordy Nelson, again, it's just another name. People start him because they take a default. Okay, I have nobody else. I have players on by. He's on my team. Okay, maybe he'll get lucky this week because against the like the Miami Dolphins, the Dolphins, yeah, the right. greatest game yeah, ever. Right? Yeah, that one good game, and and it might happen, but I wouldn't recommend on having him in your lineup. It's a losing formula. All right, those are the players for Week 10 of the NFL season that fail the sniff test and pass the sniff test. Okay, every week we go over like we did in the beginning of this uh, podcast here today, Zach in the Nose, Volume 5, uh, the Nose Pick of the Week. And last week was Robert Woods, who didn't have a bad game but didn't have the greatest game. And, of course, Nose takes that very hard when his guys don't have a great game. But if you did start Robert Woods last week, you still got double-digit points, still got 10, 12, whatever points you got, PPR or half PPR. This week... Give me the Nose Pick of the Week. It's the Nose Pick of the Week. Okay, so I'm deciding this week to just really just throw myself out there. Wow. Yeah, I'm throwing myself to the wolves. I'm not going to give you the obvious pick. Like, a few weeks ago, I picked James White, and a few days later, I'm like, wow, you know what? He better have a good game because it's pretty easy pick, and I and he had a great game, uh, but I didn't he feel did. like I, I didn't feel like I was giving you guys a real, um, I know, sleeper type of player. Well, here we go. Nose pick of the week, I'm going with Corey Davis for my Tennessee Titans. Corey Davis. Wow is right. Corey Davis has had one good game so far. He's had multiple bad games. One game he had nine uh, catches for like 150 yards and a touchdown. 
since then, he's just been really weak overall. But this is where I'm trying to catch that Juju Schuster-Smith from last year where out of nowhere someone just pops this monster game. He's going against the Patriots, Zach, right? So the Patriots are going to score theirs. That means they're going to have to throw the ball. It's not just going to be one of those Deion Lewis, Derrick Henry type of games. They're going to have to throw the ball. I just got this feeling that they're going to feature him against the Patriots, and I have him having a really nice game. The Pats are 26 against the pass this year. It's just uh, just something that I'm feeling that he's going to be the guy this year. Fifth pick a few years back for the Tennessee Titans from Western Michigan. He is a stud. He does have the talent. And that talent will shine this week. He's going to break one. He's going to shake one. Nose pick of the week, Corey Davis. I like it. Week 10 nose pick of the week. Wide receiver from the Tennessee Titans, Corey Davis. All right, I think that's going to do it for uh, the podcast uh, this week. Follow my man on Twitter, the nose, at Spencer Nose. And uh, any questions that you have, we didn't answer them, you know, live on the Joe Rose Show like Nose is on every Wednesday morning, then uh, we'll answer some on the podcast or Nose will tweet you back. Nose is a good job of tweeting you back before the games on Sunday, before the ones of the fours, and even Monday night football. If you have a last minute question to ask the nose, nose go and uh, you're gonna have to go back to regular work after that Disney weekend to recap some of that money. Um, so wait, so you went with your daughter, so your wife didn't go, so you didn't you didn't get any wife uh, problems over the weekend, which made it extremely tolerable to be honest with yeah, you. I when, can you, when you when you leave the wife, with all due respect, wife. And the baby out of the equation, and you have a seven-year-old daughter who just wants to go with, on the with her other seven-year-old friend, right, also. who just yes. wants to go on fun yes. roller coasters, Thunder yes. Mountain, Splash Mountain. Couldn't be happier. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying it. I found joy in it. Which, again, normally that place could be hell on earth for me because I'm not a patient person, and it's you have to be at times. You have to be all the time there. Yes, right. So you know, you guys know if you're in South Florida, you, you guys don't have to go on a Sunday during the heavy season. You could go on during the week and really dominate Disney yeah. without having the worm factor of like cheating his way through fast passes. Oh, that's why we love the worm. That's why we love the worm. But, all right, a couple quick shout outs before we get out of here uh, on the podcast this week. Raf on Miami, all over Twitter, all over the nose, all over myself as well. We appreciate all that. Harris Howard, the ultimate lawyer out there too. He's all over Twitter asking questions too. And of course, our boy Campos, who's out there, who um, is Indian. He's Indian. Okay, so there it is right there. I didn't know how to uh, where to go on that one right there. There it is. So there's Campos for you. This is Volume 5, Zach and the Nose Podcast, Week 10 of the NFL season. Make sure you're out there. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. If you don't have a new phone and you have a flip phone and you do everything off the computer, well, first, I feel bad for you. But second, you could always go to WQAM.com, go on demand, and find our podcast there. Every Thursday morning, we post it live at 9 a.m., 8 a.m. sometimes, depending on if my producers are doing their jobs or not. All right, so that'll do it for The Nose, at Spencer Nose on Twitter. If you want to follow and ask questions as well, I am Zach Grant from the Joe Rose Show here on WQAM. Have a great weekend, and unless you're playing me this weekend in fantasy, best of luck. Trade for Dalvin Cook. It's Zach and the News. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.